Act two, scene one. If I be a wapis, thus beware my sting. My remedy is then to pluck it out. I, if the fool could find it where it lies, who knows not what a wasp does where his sting in his tail. Nigh his tongue. Whose tongue? Yours, if you talk of tales. If so, farewell. End scene. Was that the taming of the shrew? That was. Ding, ding, ding. It was the taming of the shrew. And it was probably my favorite part of the play. Did you read it? No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I was looking up best quotes since our movie that we're talking about today is inspired by taming of the shrew. Yes, it is. And I think I, I feel like this is my favorite because it's basically like the badass bitch, Miss Catherine. No. Yeah, I think you're right. Okay, yeah, it is. And I think. I've never read this one. It's just my, this is my favorite part about her character. That she's throwing shade? That she's throwing all that shade. Because <laughs> she's like, if you're going to get with this, you bet, you better, if you're going to call me these names, if you're going to yeah. call me like the shrew and you're going to like come for me, mm-hmm. you better be ready for my stinger. And then he's like, I know where it is. And she's like, no, you don't. And then, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I wanted to give the listeners a little taste of my Shakespearean training. Lovely. You want to hire Jared Lee for your next birthday party? Let a girl know. He'll wear the collar and everything. You totally should do a drag look with like Shakespeare drag. Shakespeare drag. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cute. It'd be a throwback too. Like original drag. Now it's Shakespeare drag. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I could well, do it as a number. I could have that little apparent, like little yeah. scene as like yeah. a voiceover. Mm. Mm, I get ideas. ideas. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yes. Yeah, so this is our ten things I hate about you episode. Yay! Yay! About the movie, not the show. I don't know anything about the show. Right. Very different show. I watched the show actually. Did you really? Was yeah. it the same story? No, not at all. Was it in high school? No. Well, Amanda Bynes was in high school, but what was it about? It was about Amanda Bynes and Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy? No. Probably got... No, not Jenny McCarthy. I forget her name. But they were sisters, I think, okay. living in Seattle. And That's where this that. takes place. So that makes sense. So they yeah. brought Seattle. Okay, yeah. So they, they like, just lived there. And it was just, like, a drama. Like a wow. comi- like a coming just of age. In. That's why it lasted, yeah. like, ten episodes? No, it landed... It, it had a couple seasons. Really? Unless we're thinking about the different a different show. I thought I looked it up real fast. I thought it only had like 10 episodes. Let me double check. I mean, it did not go long. Yeah. No. But I think it had like a good like... um... Wait, I think I know what show you're thinking of. I don't know what it's called. Oh my gosh, weird. I'm not talking about the same show. No, are you talking about that one? Was the other girl a Disney Channel star? Maybe. Oh, 10 Things I Hate About You with um, the girl from Ted Bigby. What's Ted Bigby? ABC Family. Okay, we're thinking about... I'm thinking, I fucked up. I'm doing a different Okay, show. wait, but I think I know what show you're talking about. But I don't, let me see. Yes, you are right. This 10 Things I Hate About You, that was on ABC Family. Were you thinking what I like about you? Yes. <laughs> yes. I had to Google it, but yeah, I think, isn't Haley Joel Osment's sister in that? Because wasn't she a Disney Channel star? Oh my gosh, I don't even know. Oh no, I'm thinking Gen- oh. I'm thinking of something different. Okay, so I was close. Jenny Garth was Jenny her sister. Garth. <laughs> I was so close. 
Leslie Grossman. This is where I first saw. This is where I first met Leslie Grossman. Really? Was on this show. Well, I didn't meet her, but like this is like where I was introduced to her. Yeah. And I, that's where I loved her. And then we were watching American Horror Story. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Leslie yeah. Grossman. Well, we're not talking about the 10 Things I Hate About You TV show or What I Like About You, even no. though that's the song I think that ends the movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. So we're all coming full circle. It all connects. <laughs> so creepy. I know. The movie 10 Things I Hate About You was released in 1999. I think the same weekend as The Matrix, possibly also the same weekend as Go. If not, they were released within a week of each other. Oh my gosh. So our, we should just like rename our podcast. The weekend the, of 1999. The spring of 1999. <laughs> the spring of 1999. <laughs> the March weekend of 1999. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was unintentional that we're doing all of these movies celebrating their 20th anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just kind of funny how it happened that way. We did yeah. want to do a lighter movie. We did. This time. We've been giving you guys some heavy stuff. And I wanted to throw Jared a high school movie. Uh, which I am forever thankful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this was directed by Gil Younger? I don't know how to say that. I might have said it wrong, but that's how I'm going to say it. And written by Karen McCullough, and I'm going to say Kirsten Smith because it's K-I-R. Okay. But I know that's one of those names that could be anything. Like a Kirsten or a Kirsten. But Kirsten, Kirsten. But that R is not there. Kirsten. So, yeah. No, I mean, I would say Kirsten because the R comes after the I. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That's how I would say it. Yeah. Um, so they're actually a really fun screenwriting team. They wrote Ellen Enchanted, She's the Man, The House Bunny, and Legally Blonde. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah they are a great team. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those are some great movies. Yeah. Karen McCullough spoke at my school once, I think during our film festival, and she was really cool. I liked her a lot. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so it's starring Julia Stiles, Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Larissa Olyanik. Probably saying that one wrong, too. She was Alex Mack. I don't know if you remember Alex Mack. I don't. We, but, were, you were, we were talking about that, yeah. and I was like, no, I don't. To me, she was like a huge like person in my life, because I used to love The Secret Life of Alex Mack. Um, and also has appearances by Gabrielle Union and Allison Janney. Yes, I Yay! love Gabrielle Union. I like freaked out when she popped up on screen. I know. I know. I forgot that she was in it, and I think it's because most of the times that I've seen this movie, I watch it on TV, mm-hmm. so I miss the first couple of minutes, but like it doesn't matter because I know the plot. Right. So I completely forgot about her awkward romance novel and like weird jokes and being very inappropriate with her students. Yeah. Don't remember that at all. Uh, yeah, based on Shakespeare's Taming of the Shrew, which... Basically, the story is there's a dad and these two daughters, and one is the shrew, even though she's my favorite. Um, I know. She's, like, not that bad. She's not. She's not. Um, But she's not, like, willing to get herself sold to a man, so she's a shrew. (laughs) So the dad makes a deal with them that uh, the popular sister, Larissa Olyanik, can't date until the shrewish sister julia styles dates because he thinks that's foolproof no one's ever going to date her she yeah. doesn't want to date she's not interested in it so therefore they will not date exactly it backfires yeah uh the title was inspired by karen mccullough's diary in high school where she wrote 10 things i hate about anthony about her high school boyfriend oh i know <laughs> poor anthony unless he deserved it then whatever um, and it, when it was released, it was number two at the box office behind The Matrix. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. I know. I know. So what'd you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I love when 
like a lot of when not a lot i love when they modernize like a shakespeare play yeah and they do it well and they do it in high school mm-hmm. i mean like how can i not right love it it's all there yeah all the angsty drama and yeah mm-hmm. i um was uh, it made it was it made me miss like 90s rom-coms you me know too. like I know. it was just like so well done there <laughs> A little, there's like a little bit of shoddy acting, but I like got over it. Right. Like just, and it was just in the beginning too. It was just yeah. like a weird setup in the beginning with like Jorsa, Jorsa, Joseph, Lord, Jorsa, Joseph, gosh. It's okay. Wow. I am. Sh- this is what editing is for. <laughs> Especially when Joseph Lord and, no, Jorsa. <laughs> Carolyn, can you just say the name? Joseph Gordon-Lovett. Joseph Gordon-Lovett's character <laughs> was like kind of getting walked through the school and we're like doing all this really quick exposition. And, and we like, get, I love that we get like, it's not a high school movie if you don't have someone walking you through and explaining all the clicks. Right. It's very Mean Girls. It is. It is yeah. very much that. And uh, I was like, okay, here we are. And then there was just like a couple awkward moments. The, the weird thing was like how quickly he fell for um, her. Right. Um, and I mean, I might be rude for saying this, but I was like, I don't get what's so special about her. Everyone's like, oh, she's so gorgeous. Oh, she's stunning. And I was like, I think she's like dry toast. I was like, she's a plain Jane. I'd probably go for Gabrielle Union. Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, hello. I mean, like, yeah, she has like these Prada bags and stuff, but it's just like. Which she loves. Which she loves. But she only likes her Skechers. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) I love, they have some great lines, and I paid more attention to it this time than I ever have. <clears throat> um, I love the question that they pose, where she's like, I know you can be overwhelmed, and you can be underwhelmed, but can you ever just be whelmed? And then Gabrielle Union's like, I think in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, if you listen to them closely, they have some great lines. They, they really do. I, I mean, like, overall, yeah, it was, like, a great movie. We had a good musical number from Heath Ledger that was, like, adorable. Yeah. I love you, baby, baby, and I don't know the rest, but <laughs> I can sing it. I know, he's so precious. His, his skin was so good. His skin yeah. was so nice. I know. He's just, like, so nice to watch on screen. All of it. Yeah, when he's playing with the fire, that's my favorite shot of him that could like be the whole movie just him running his fingers through the fire of that bunsen burner (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) oh another fun thing so we were watching the movie and like all of a sudden i hear this weird accent coming from heath ledger and i was like what is he trying to do right now like i don't understand and karen's like oh he's like australian and i was like oh okay but like why is he not doing his like american accent and she's like no like he's also australian like in the movie and yeah. i was like oh that allison the line is making sense now where she says kangaroo, kangaroo boy, boy. <laughs> i thought she was talking about his dick and i was like no that's the bratwurst yes and then later. i was like okay well, there's the bratwurst yeah joke. and i was like why did you call him why did you i was like why did you call him kangaroo boy and i was like oh australia which also brought me to a funny point mm-hmm. of like how far like culture and media has changed like with like we there's just like so many other ways to identify australians now than like back then i feel like like, kangaroo koalas the outback like if there (laughs) was an australian character in your film you had to mention one of those yeah otherwise no one's gonna know that they're australian yeah no one's no one's gonna get it yeah I don't know how Hugh Jackman made it through. I but. don't know. I didn't know he was Australian for the longest time until I saw him riding a kangaroo. And I was like, oh, the accent makes sense. Yes. 
<laughs> You're like, oh, now I can oh, place it. Oh, now I know. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I that was an appreciation of Evel. I was like, oh, yeah. we've come so far. Right, right. I also loved um, when they were getting ready for the prom when Joseph and <laughs> yes. just Joseph is fine. Just Joe. Joseph and like what was the other guy's name? The one from Elf. Um, not from Elf. Elf. No, no, not Santa from Claus, Elf, but who Santa played Claus. Bernard. Who, Bernard. Um, his name is David Crumholtz. Okay, when they're getting ready and they get on these like n- like nice solid color long button downs yes. and ties and stuff. And I was with the like, t-shirt oh. With the t-shirt under, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. take me back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he wears like a jacket too. He does. And I was like, girl, don't yeah. wear a jacket. No, He's going to a school house party. party. A high school house party. Like, yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even get that dressed up. <laughs> no, like, not unless it's required. <laughs> yeah, not even. I was like, now that I've moved out to California, I like, I haven't had to interview in a suit. Like when I, when I was in yeah. school, I was like a business major. So I always was like mandatory suit mm-hmm. and tie. Like you're doing like that. But out here, like, okay, let me just throw on a nice button down. And I was like a skinny yeah. tie works. And I'm just oh, like, yeah. and I love it. Out here, it's more about being trendy than like professional. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm all about. So what did you, oh, well, I was going to say, what did you think? But you've seen this movie. So like what parts of this movie do you really like? What do you like what commentary because like well I was yeah. I'll let you go first but I'm always going to talk about like what commentary I really like okay let the movie like shine some light on yeah I mean my I just love Kat like I love it for her I can relate to her so much mm-hmm. um when I I don't know when I was younger I don't remember seeing this movie I don't think I saw it until I was in high school um it's one of those movies that I just kind of always knew about I guess like I don't remember my first time seeing it but um, I just love her so much, and Heath Ledger too. Like the two of them together are so cute and perfect. Um, and just her outlook on the world, it was like, I mean, you see kind of like this angry feminist, and then you realize she's not like the angry feminist. She has like depth, and there's reasons, and she does care about things. And I, I just really looked up to her. Yeah. Yeah. I really, and it, it's sad that like you know you have to find out her depth for her for you to be like oh it all makes sense now it's like why can't she nor why does she have to have a reason mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like you, you she has this outlook and everyone's like oh like what happened to you and it's like well she's just being a normal human being like right. that should what everyone should think like yeah and she has this like chip on her shoulder because something bad did happen like mm-hmm. did happen to her this boy like you know, had sex with her. And um, I mean, what was the outcome? It just like he, she just didn't want to do it again. And then I think, yeah. Did he break up with her? I think because of it. And then he acted like he didn't really know her and like just treated her poorly. Yeah. But that and between that and her mom leaving, which this was the first time. Oh, I think that's what it was. It was like between her her mom. Oh, yes. Her mom left. Yeah. Which I always thought she died. It wasn't until this viewing that I think she just left like recently too yeah I think it had only been like a year or something yeah a year or two yeah Yeah. it was they didn't really um, like harp on it that much which was interesting Mm -hmm. it's more about I also love her dad like I know that this idea is very backwards of like he's trying to protect them by not letting them you know by suffocating them basically but he has a speech with her at the very end where he talks about um like the day that it dad realizes their daughters can run their own lives is kind of sad for them because then they're just spectators yeah and how the sister the popular sister he says um still lets him play a few rounds or play a few the sports analogy was 
At first, yeah. it was when he led into this personality, I was cringing. But then when I he know. wrapped it up with that nice little bow, yeah. I, I was like in fucking tears. And it's like, so it's quick. How, right? <laughs> it was so quickly. It's the only way he can communicate with her because he's he is like a traditional male kind of like mm-hmm. dominant personality. But he relates to her through this sports analogy, but it's really beautiful. And it really, it says a lot because he knows that she can make her own decisions and run her own life. And I can imagine as a parent, that's probably really hard when you realize your kids don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. And it it's fun. And it was funny when he was like, your sister lets me play. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you did that, I, I would be off your back more. Yeah. And she doesn't realize that because she thinks she knows everything. Right. I think that was more of her hubris was just being like a know-it-all. And like, she had let yeah. herself be burned. And she was like, I won't let anyone in. Like, not even like yeah. my family. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, that was like what she had to get over. Yeah. And like, it was great that she got into Sarah Lawrence. And like, mm-hmm. she was going to go across. And it was like well, do you really need to go across country or are you kind of just like, you got burned once right. and you're like, ow, now I need to leave everything here. Yeah. And like, I was just, we were watching, I've been watching Sabrina. I think you've been watching I Sabrina. I finished it. <laughs> yeah, you finished it. I have not finished day. it. But it was kind of like the same thing when um, Lilith goes and reads the cars in the glamour mm-hmm. to Harvey uh-huh. and she was like, you will suffer for your art and you'll do great, but you don't need to leave, you know, yeah. green... Greendale? Greendale. I think, yeah. To do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and it's very much like, oh, like, you know, because he's trying to escape his family and Sabrina and all these relationships because he's like hurting. And it's Mm -hmm. like, no, that's like not the right answer. And I really like that message because, like, I mean, like, not that it like was me, but I kind of like, you know, relate to it because it's like, I kind of left, you know, because I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, I can only do my dream in LA. And like, yes, that's like true. It's, yeah. Well, you just, you grow up and you realize that you don't have to run, you're not running away anymore, you're running to something. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference. Because I was the same way, I, the town I grew up in, I, in high school, hated it. And I was like, I can't wait to leave this, like, bumfuck town, this tiny place, I'm over it, I know everyone, like, anywhere I'd go, I'd see everyone I knew, I couldn't stand it. And then I ended up staying, going to community college, and then actually working for the city for <laughs> 10 years at that point. Like by the time I moved back and everything, I ended up working for them for 10 years for the parks and rec department. And um, then when I find, like I grew to love the city and I realized that I wasn't, I didn't hate the city. I just hated what I was going through and feeling at the time. And I just blamed where I grew up for that. And then you grow up and you realize that you can, you know, if you stay, there's nothing wrong with staying. Or if you leave, at least you're not running away from something. That was a big thing for me, too. Yeah, I was like, if I'm staying here, I'm not being successful. Yeah. And it was kind of like... Which in this <laughs> industry, there is something to that. Like, you do... It, for advice for anyone who's trying to, like, make it in this industry, you really do have to move to L.A. Yeah. Or New York, if you know people. New York, but, yeah. Or if you really want to do... If you know people, like, in Atlanta or Louisiana... Depending if on what you, you want to do. If you do. want to be below the line, that's yes, fine. Yes, if you want to be if below If you want to be above the line, you can't do it there. You no. gotta, You still have to... They still have to hire out of LA. Yes. They- <laughs> <laughs> um, but then you're at least... Hopefully you're coming here because you want... There are things here for you. You're not trying to leave something terrible. Exactly. Yeah. So that was... So yeah, Kate's character was like really interesting because you had a lot of things, a lot of layers like that going on, mm-hmm. which like don't really get addressed, I think, with like you know, you know, coming of age 
female characters with kind of like her POV on Mm -hmm. the world too. Definitely. You don't get, especially back then, you didn't really get that more serious outlook on the world Mm -hmm. or feminist issues from other rom-coms. Yeah. And Julia Stiles, she just carries that character so well. Yeah. Like even like from Save the Last Dance, like she kind like she just does like this, um, cold like i don't want to say outsider because she's not really right i know what you're trying to trying to say though it's she's always smarter than everyone else she's around (laughs) she does that really well but also making her a human person that you can care for and relate to Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah she like i real i just i think like for this movie, like, her character, studying her character can just do so much mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Like, just, like, kind of, like, realizing and, like, pulling, like, those layers back is, is just, like, pretty astounding. I would love a sequel to this movie. I think that'd be like, great. Like, I just want to see where all the characters go. Because you also know her popular sister and the stupid jock and even Joseph Gordon-Levitt and his friend. Like, all these characters have so much growing to do and I would love to see who they turn into. Mm-hmm. And that'd be really interesting. Yeah. But it's like, okay, but where would you, where would you take them? Like, what would be, like, our main conflict? I don't know what our, con- maybe another Shakespeare play? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I would just love to see, like, what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I also, like, these faculty members, like, were <laughs> insane. Like, her English teacher <laughs> was so weird. Yeah. I was like, how did she get away? Like, I know it's a movie, but, like, how did he get away with saying half the crap he said? Like, yeah, I, I don't, do I don't know. know. I mean, he had some great lines, though. So, like, okay, I kind of want to, like, dive into Heath Ledger's character. What did yeah. you What did you think about him? Like, what draws you to him? Because, like, again, he just has this charisma where he does not need to speak. No. And you want to, like, be his friend and do things for him. Yeah. Like, he just does cool bad boys. He's so, so well cool too. bad boy. And, but I, my favorite part is that I love that you find out he's not even really a bad boy. Like there are all these rumors going around about what he was up to before he came to the school and he was in jail and all this crazy stuff. Like Regina Something George. about a duck. Like Regina George. Like Regina George. Only I like him more than Regina George. Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that he was just taking care of his grandfather and just sitting on the couch. Like, it's just really, I don't know, he's very charming. I love that he comes up with his own thoughts. He doesn't seem to care about what people around him think of him. He's not going to just follow anyone blindly. He makes up his own mind. He's open-minded. He likes Kat for her strong personality. He doesn't look down on that or think like, that he can like her in spite of it. He likes her because of it. And yeah, that's what I love. Plus it's Heath Ledger. Yeah, it's it's hard not to love. It's hard not to love Heath Ledger. He's just, oh, he's just so dreamy. I know. Mm. R.A.P. Miss him. No, I've heard he was really, really nice too. Which oh, just makes just it worse. worse. It's yeah. like, and he, he actually would have, I think, just celebrated his 40th birthday. Like within the week or something that oh. we're recording this. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just sad. He would have been so young. He had so much left to do. I also love her friend that's in love with William Shakespeare. She kind of shows up at the end, but I love that she also is like her own person and makes up her own mind. And yeah, what what does Julia Stiles say? Something about like 
meaningless consumer driven lives and she doesn't oh want my to. gosh when she does her little like spiel then like her sister and they and all, yeah, yeah. Permission <laughs> for her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she has a point um and i love that like yeah she's playing the character of the shrew but she also has friends and stuff that she does on the weekends and hobbies and yeah she's not just like locking herself up in her room she really does have her own life that she's living yeah Oh my gosh, but it was, okay, it was also really funny. I was like, uh, when they went on, like, that paint date. Paintball! The paintball date, but I was like, they weren't even shooting each other. They were just, like, throwing That's true, it is weird. It's not really paintball, I guess. It's, like, bags of paint, or paint balloons, maybe, Mm -hmm. that they're just, like, throwing at each other. I would still love to do that, though. Right, and I turned to you, and I was like, oh my gosh, do you believe in, like, paintball anymore? Like, oh my gosh, this is, like, so crazy. I don't know, do they? I mean, Dwight in the office does. But he's the last character that I've heard mention paintball. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I think it's crazy. Well, because I was then thinking, I was like, LOL, like, escape rooms are kind of, like, the same way where, like, they've been popping up in, like, movies yeah. and stuff. But, like, in 10 years from now, like, yeah, am I going to look back and be like, who still does escape <laughs> Even though I love escape rooms, I'd be like, who does escape rooms now? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I wonder what, like, the next thing will be, because I guess paintball was super popular, and now it's not really anymore. Mm-hmm. You did it for your parties, you did it for uh, corporate events, church oh, groups. God. Yeah. <laughs> All those fun groups you can be a part of. Yeah, and now it's, like, escape rooms, or, like, the fun team building thing you can do, even though I do love them. They're, and they're, I, I mean, they're, yeah, they're always, they're always the a good The virtual reality, maybe? Yeah, like they're the going to start popping up. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That is fun. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Okay, let's transition a little bit because there's a fun, darker side to this movie. It's not dark. I don't want to say it's dark. Um, The guy that played Joey. Oh my gosh. Okay, you... Let's talk about Joey. Yes, you had to talk to me about this because I've been dying because... Oh, that's right. You were like, don't look anything up. You wanted to Google him and I was like, Jared, don't. (laughs) It would have taken you down this rabbit hole because he started a cult. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. No, he did not. He did. Okay. It's not it's not like a cult cult. They're not murdering anyone. Um, it's more like a church. Okay. It's like a very new agey place called Full Circle. According to this guy they interviewed, they believe in, this is his quote, the authentic story that is life. So they sit around in circles and alm together. That's what they call it. They call it alming. Um... I don't know. And they pray, I guess. Where are they based? Like, where did they do this? Does does this cult still go on? It just started in, like, 2014. Oh, this is new. They don't call themselves a cult. Oh, okay, but you do. Just the news. (laughs) I don't want to... I mean, it seems like... They all seem very nice. I just get very, very wary of um, groups of people that repeat things. I don't like it in any case. I feel that. Um, So the, the church, though, is based in Venice. Of all places. Venice, California. Not Venice, Italy. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Venice, California. Venice Beach. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Crazy. So you can imagine. It's just very new agey. Yeah. It's very much just like a community that... Yeah. I don't think they're a cult. They're they're just a a loving new agey church. Yeah. Well, especially... Yeah. I mean, like, if you ever just walk down Venice... Yeah. Exactly. You'll know. You'll get the feeling. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to like the the bongo circle? 
that they do at Venice bongos? Beach. Bongos? No, I don't think so. Yeah, there's so. like this, like a couple of people, they come out with like bongos and like drums and they like just like do a drum circle and okay. you can like go and like join. It's kind that of sounds cute. interesting. Kind of fun time. I've only been to Venice Beach once and there were so many people that like I spent the day there and I was like, I don't want to come back. <laughs> like it <laughs> yeah. seems really cool, but there were so many people. No, it's like tragic on the weekends, especially like right now coming like back up on summer and spring. It's just going to be horrible. Yeah. I love the canals though. Like walking down there. I would live right there. I'd get a place there. Same. And then never leave my house. There'd be no need. I would only ride my like swan shaped boat up and down (laughs) the canals (laughs) and not talk to anyone. (laughs) Let's talk about high school a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Is this the game? No. Okay. No, the game is just, it's not a, it's not a full game. It's just, it's just a question I have and you're going to have to come up with an answer. Okay. <laughs> um, so high school. Who who would you say in this movie? Who were you most like in high school? You know, honest to God, that's like a hard one because I I always look for myself in these high school okay. movies. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think I could have associated with any. Like we just yeah. didn't go to my clique. There okay, wasn't yeah. like any of the theater kids. There wasn't really any of like the academias or like just like I was like a theater kid I was in a magnet program for like liberal arts and I you know just like hung out with my friends Mm -hmm. so like that were in like either group yeah but like we didn't really we didn't really go to any of those like Mm -hmm. who I feel like I would have probably been friends with Julia Stiles Mm -hmm. like that like the if she had let you (laughs) yeah she would let me I would have probably have been friends with her and like that's probably who like I would have hung out with I don't think I am personally like any of them. Okay. Because, like, yeah. I would even, like, put Heath Ledger with, like, the burnouts, even though he probably I know, he right? doesn't, like, smoke weed, but he smokes cigarettes, and at the, that age, I consider those the same thing. Like, you're in the yeah. same group. You're the same yeah. group. You're all smoking somewhere together. Yeah, you're all smoking. Yeah. And he's very, like, he would, he took, he definitely took, like, shop class. He was in that, yeah. like, you know, he was just, like, he was just so handsy and technical. Mm-hmm. Like, he, I could have seen him, like, in the, the school tech group building stuff. If he nah, see, like I think that's a group. I don't think he'd be part of, like, a group. So. Okay, yeah. No. You're right, we group. But, um... Maybe yeah. if Kat was in the play, he would have. Maybe. Yeah, he would be, like, the stagehand to yeah. her lead. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I think I would have probably been friends with her. Yeah. But, yeah. Would you have been able to go to the clubs with her and listen to that, like, no. ska girl music? No. I know, it's not my favorite kind of music, either. Mm-mm. It's it's fun and it takes me back to the '90s, but I was never that into ska. I have some friends mm-hmm. that are really into ska, um, but it's not my favorite. Ooh, I remembered something I wanted to talk about. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. So while we were also watching the movie, mm-hmm. Abby, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I like turned to Carolyn and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like Shakespeare is so fucking gay," and I can tell because he loves to use manipulation with his characters. And <laughs> Carolyn, of course, all knowing Carolyn, turns to me and it was like. <laughs> You know Shakespeare's bi, right? And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, wait, let me fact check this. I know that he wrote some of the sonnets about a man. Oh, ooh. So. Yeah, you fact checked that. I'm pretty sure he. It was, bi. to me, it was really funny how all of these characters' motivations kind of fed into one another because you had Joseph trying to get with. Alex and then she's trying to get with Johnny so Johnny has to go to Heath 
and then but also you have Joseph going to Heath and like you just have all of these like strings and like it kind of it was funny how it laid out at the dance mm-hmm. when it got all revealed right in front of them. Yeah. And then he like made a connection. It was like, oh, this was like all like a ruse the whole time. Like you were just using me. But it would be funny in the editing when they would like cut in that pattern of like Joseph helping Alex and like, mm-hmm. you know, all this like other like weird stuff. It was it was just like really funny to me. And but like, oh, what is the friend's name? I was like questioning why he was involved the whole time. Like, oh, the uh, the Bernard from the Santa yes, Claus. like Bernard. Like I'm, I mean, like I know that he had just gotten shunned from the MBA, like the business. That's students. right. That's his motivation for throwing that party, right? To get back at the guys that kicked him out of the MBAs or whatever. Um, I think he just wants to help his friend, or maybe is excited to have a friend. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. He has he gets to scoop up the new guy. And then he apparently has a crush on Julia Stiles' friend. So yeah. maybe he thought if they... I don't know. Well, I guess if... That doesn't really work. Maybe he just thought he could get close to her. I don't know. I also think he just wants a girlfriend. He just wants a girlfriend. He just wants someone But to he got a good girlfriend. Right. He does. And they're really cute. I like that he goes, like, does his Shakespeare yeah. thing for They her. looked real good at the end. They his did, little, right? Like, outfit with her dress. I, I was like, oh, that red looks good on him. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, I fact check a little bit, and yeah, basically Shakespeare's sexuality is kind of up in the air. No one knows for sure because it was such a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they know he was married. Do you know his wife's name? Uh, yes, Anne Hathaway. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <You> better <laughs> because but she was in some no. Anne Hathaway, our current Anne Hathaway, or yes. Anne Hathaway, his wife. Our current Anne Hathaway was like in something related to Shakespeare. I don't know. There's like a there it was like one of those slumdog millionaire moments is why I know that. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> slumdog millionaire moments. Yeah. I usually just call my slumdog moments, but for the viewers I, here I for the first time I need to You're yeah. not a slumdog. I'm not a slumdog. That's why I have to say the Also, whole thing. I think that's a pretty bad term. It is. Right? That's why but like So I, but you say slumdog millionaire and it's like everything's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, you know what I mean? When I say it's like my slumdog. Yeah. Oh, completely. Okay, yeah. It's yeah. like you remember it from some, you remember this <laughs> random fact from some personal experience you had and it just sticks yes. with you. It's the perfect way to phrase that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you picked up on it because some people will be like, huh? And I'm like, have you never seen the movie? You've got to see the movie. <laughs> they just think it was you like breaking out into a Bollywood dance. Right. That's your slumdog millionaire. I mean, thing? like, don't get me wrong. I do love a good Jai Ho dance session. That's true. How would you, if we were doing this in the modern day, even okay. more modern, like how would 2019? you do it? Yeah. It's a question I always I have mean, to ask when we like do readaptations. Yeah. Okay. What's kind of sad. So this movie is 20 years old now. Mm-hmm. So if it were now 20 years in the future, um, it's kind of sad. I don't really think you have to change much. Like mm-hmm. they'd have cell phones, but that's it. But I don't think Kat would be the kind of person. I don't think Kat would be on social media. So maybe that would be one way to like make her an outcast. Like, yeah, that'd oh. be fun too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Patrick has to get close to her in person, not yeah. over the internet. Um, but it's kind of sad that like I still think if Kat was a character, that people would still judge her a little bit sometimes. Yeah. In high school. Um, I don't think you could get away with the stereotypes that this movie has. Um I think that her sister and her sister's friends would have to be smarter 
I don't think they could say things like, I like my Skechers, but I love my Prada bag. Well, and that was a weird <laughs> thing, too. Like, Alex is very smart. Like, she when is. she's at home. Yeah. She's, like, smart. I mean, I think she just wants to be popular, and the way to be popular is to be pretty but kind of vapid. Yeah. Back then. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what it makes me think of, though? It makes me think of the new 21 Jump Street. Okay. And when he goes back yes. to high school... <laughs> And he doesn't know who's popular anymore. Yes! Oh it's my god. So good. <laughs> because I feel like when I was in high school, it was still pretty it was still more like this. Like this is definitely a more cartoonish version, Ten Things mm-hmm. I Hate About You. Um, but you still knew who like the popular ones were, you still knew who the nerds were. Like there wasn't as much cross pollination. I feel like right. now I I mean I, I don't know any high school students to ask, but it seems more like an even playing field. Yeah, I Two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my high school, I always like to, like, it's so weird because, like, it, I don't know if it's just because I didn't have interaction with everyone, but, like, to me, there was, like, no popular kids. Like, there okay. were a couple, like, there was, like, kids that everyone knew because, but, like, our football team sucked so much ass. That's University High School in Orange County. Yes, if anyone's <laughs> listening, you all sucked ass at football. When your fucking theater program is more well known than your, like, football that's program. That's amazing to me. In the South, that's the T. Yeah, that's. Who was bringing home the awards? The theater department. Wow. Yes, girl. Um, but, like, you know, none of them were, like, good. And, mm-hmm. like, anyone that was, like, on the team that was popular, I knew because I had been going to school with them since elementary school. You know? So, like, I've yeah. known them for years. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the... Like, our prom queen was a girl in my program, but she was, like, in, like, the dance team and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, usually, like, the dancers and, like, the step team. You remember step? Like, no. The, like, I mean... Like, we didn't have a step team. Like, stomp? Yeah, like, like people, stomp. Oh, we didn't like, have we a team that step. did that. Yeah, it was called step oh, okay. at our school. Wow. So, like, I would guess, like, like those girls and, like, the Latina thotties were, like, our popular girls. Thotties? Yeah, but, like, you know, like, okay. the sexualized, yeah. like, you know, yeah. not hating. I'm just saying that's, like, what right. they were. Like, mm-hmm. that, you know, they had the juicy sweatpants, like, the oh, oh, God, I remember tops juicy. with the midriffs and, mm-hmm. like, the bra strap showing. Like, you know yeah. the tea. That was that. Yeah. So I guess that was would be my my popular okay. crew. Um, but I agree with you. Yeah, like, there's... I don't know who I would ask now, but I love... Like, yeah. Like, it's an even playing field now because yeah. it's kind of like everyone can connect on social media now. Right. So you can find your tribe there mm-hmm. and then find them in person. Well, and school. now, too, it's like the things... Like, when I was in high school, the things that I was into were nerdy like I was into Star Wars and fantasy books and and things like that and now everyone's into Star Wars and Game of Thrones and like it's cool to be into those now but when I was in high school it still was like nerdy Mm -hmm. Um, yeah even like makeup or like guys in makeup like that was oh yeah you could not like I mean Jeffree Star I feel like trailblazed that for you you know for gays but it's Mm -hmm. just like you know yeah like you couldn't and but, now, like, I don't feel like, I could be wrong, but I don't feel like a Jeffree Star or a James Charles, like, because mm-hmm. I think of him. Is he still in high school? No, he's no. a little bit older. Um, he's 19. He's fresh out of high school. He is fresh out of high school. If he had failed one grade, he'd still be in high school. <laughs> when did he graduate? Did he graduate early? I feel like he probably He might have, early. but yeah, he did. Well, he, he I mean, like, he, well, honestly... He graduated. Did he dropped out. He didn't drop out, but he graduated because that's how he got started. Was with the ring light scandal. Mm. That was that's how he got started. That's right. His for graduation his senior photo. picture. So yeah, those were like two years. Wow, ago. Wow, that was two years ago. 
It wasn't long. I know. Oh my gosh. He has not. It's so weird. I don't really remember. I mean, I do remember World Before James Charles, and this is so weird that I feel so weird saying that. I know. That That was such a weird (laughs) saying. I can't remember the World Before James Charles. Okay, but that kind of shows that he's he's a trailblazer. <laughs> I can't believe that came out of my mouth. Was, you said that with such conviction, too. <laughs> That's what this episode is going to be called. I can't remember a world before James Charles. I'm going to attack him. James, you you need to hear this. I hope you hear this. We'll give you the time code. I need so a, I need a, a sister stamp of approval. Yes, a sister stamp. <laughs> I do really like James Charles. I do. He, he's so he's so fantastic. I was talking yeah. actually about his work ethic today with someone at work. And I was oh. like, you know, besides the controversy and try everything that he has done, mm-hmm. like you have to give it to him. Like he's very professional. He... And that's the sad thing, too, is that, like, people might remember him for his controversies, but, like, he has grown... He was 16, 17 at the time. Like, a a teenager. Wait, did he make some bad joke? I don't want to rehash. I don't want to make him relive it if he's listening to this. Yes, there was a couple of um, bad jokes that made it to Twitter. Okay. And then... Twitter's a bad place for jokes for everyone, And And, like... Growing teens in the industry. That's true. (laughs) Teens shouldn't be allowed to have social media because I don't think they realize how long everything Mm -hmm. lasts. Right. And I, and it's funny. And that's, and I mean like teens and people like Kevin Hart and like, you know, stuff like that. Did Kevin Hart get in trouble too? Oh my God. Maybe no one should have Twitter. That was the Oscars thing. That was the whole Oscars thing. Oscars so white or what? No. So like Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars. And then all the homophobic tweets that he had tweeted out years ago came back up and he didn't apologize. And then that's right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so no one should be allowed to have Twitter. Right. Except for us to promote well, our And it's episodes. funny, the moment you get announced, you better be right. You Like, if I ever get a big gig, I yeah. don't. I actually have not used Twitter, like, really ever, so mm-hmm. I'm safe. But, yeah. like, if I had used Twitter, I would, before, like, I get a big Oh, you gotta wipe everything. Go and wipe everything. Because it the still moment exists you get somewhere, an- though. Yeah, well, well. If you wipe people- it, it's still, like, people can find it. Well, hopefully no one screenshotted it. Because, I mean, it's like, yeah. like really, and like re-uploaded it. I mean, Twitter might still have it, but like no one will have Can't it you public. still like go to the URL if you know the URL to find it? Right. But if you're not famous before, who's going to save your URLs? True. You know? Hackers. But I get your point and you're you're right. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, I'm like, girl, just wipe those things. Like, no. and it's crazy. It's not until you're like famous or you get to know to do something that people like yeah. dig. They, d- they try to find it. And like, we all make bad jokes. Yeah. You guys have to hear ours. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we... Chuckle. You'll get a chuckle. There's chuckles. From the bad jokes or from yes. us? Well, I'll chuckle for your bad jokes. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> uh, but anyways, as long as you're your authentic self and you're yeah. proud of it, yeah. you can, you know. That's what it is fine. now. It's like if you have the confidence to be who you are, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And it's something you learn as you get older. But I feel like it's something that high school kids are getting more familiar with and learning at an earlier age like if you just Mm -hmm. just own who you are it doesn't really matter yeah someone might bully you but just be strong and stay with your people and yeah stay with your people and stay away from those fuckers yeah and honestly they're probably not the popular ones anymore either because i feel like when i was in high school too like we i went to school with the same people from like kindergarten all the way to high school. And then when we got into high school, we got into middle school, I guess, is when people kind of started to fall into their roles as like popular nerd, geek, whatever. Um, but I can't even blame the popular clique for that. 
I think it was kind of all of us just collectively falling into like what we thought mm-hmm. we were supposed to be. Yeah, and popularity has always like been intriguing to me because it's a social construct right. that like people like and it's funny because it's like in these movies you have like these unpopular kids complaining about the popularity but it's just like you know i'm not saying just them but it's like it's a system of people feeding into that structure that makes them popular i was like they wouldn't be popular if no one was like if you did air of mystery exactly yeah that's what it is too it's always what it is you know Mm -hmm. like everyone gives them and i think that lends to like what we have about heath ledger in this movie is like he just has this air of mystery right he didn't do anything for you guys to think he was mysterious everyone else collectively came up with all these different reasons Mm -hmm. he is hot though he has that going for him yeah he does yeah, and it's also, I kind of think that, you know, it's also just like a survivalist Darwin thing, too. Like, a social Darwinism, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, it's like, oh, someone's like, it gets a survival of the fittest, where it's like, oh, everyone's picking on this person. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's all pick on them. They'll be the lowest totem pole, so that at least I'm not. It's, it it's very is. much, at least I'm not him. Yeah. I think popularity like that has probably been around since, like, the cavemen. Yeah. Because, yeah, you can't be the lowest on the food chain because mm-hmm. then the dinosaurs will eat you yeah we are don't we sound smart we're so smart, <laughs> we're so smart. wow what a, we what just... was the world like before james charles <laughs> <laughs> a lot less glamorous I do have, and I did get the James Charles Morphe palette, so. You did, and it was beautiful. It was gorgeous. So many it was pans actually, and yeah. shades of gorgeousness. It was very pretty. Okay, our game. Um, I toyed with a lot about the game. Okay. So I started thinking about my research. Sorry to Andrew Keegan. I know you didn't start a cult, but I want to know, Jared, 10 things that you would have in your cult. If you could start a cult. I, I just thought, like, you know what? What would Jared's cult be like? Because I might join. Ooh, okay. I like but that. But let's see. I need to know your, like, 10 things. Ten, what are your ten pillars of your church? Oh, ten pillars. Wow, mm. that's that's a lot. Or just things that you you have to do. Okay. Well, um... Take all the time you need. Well, you would have to... I mean, like, there's, like, just, like, so many ways to go about this. Right. Because it's, like, one, Sass's class... Sass's class is perfect. Let's put that on the list. <laughs> Number one. Sass's Because I can't go a day without sass in my mouth. No, you can't. <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's just like so natural. It's yeah. gotten to the point now where it's like, I'm not even in a conversation, but I'll overhear someone, overhear something and I, I'm, You're gonna I'm have to watch yourself. myself. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to be careful. Well, as long as I'm being my authentic self, honey. Yeah, I'm yes. sure our bosses wouldn't care about that at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> sassed a client. <laughs> Well, I would. That's the class, though. Okay. Okay, that's it's where it is. Class. So Sass is class. Sass is class. Okay. Because like even clients like to be teased a little bit. That's true. From like, you. From me. I yeah. feel like if I were to say it, I don't think I'd come out. It'd be conveyed. Probably well. hurt their feelings. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take me seriously. I mean, you can, but you it's can. like it's it's. A but not harder. when you're being sassy. Yeah. Um, pillar number two. Tea must be served. Ooh. I like that one. T T T T. Hot tea. Tea hot must be hot. Tea. tea has to be hot, figuratively and literally. Nice. Even though we do love actually a cold iced tea. 
It's true, you do love okay, cold ice. Okay, and the third pillar. Mm-hmm. Well, this isn't the third pillar. This is like pillar number like nine. They don't have to be in order. Yeah. Oh, let's okay. Just, we're not yeah. gonna order them. We yet? Can, you can order them at the end. Okay, iced coffee. Is it's like, just its own pillar. I like it's it. It's its own pillar. It's, just, it's, it's own own like pillar. not to be. Um, what's the word? my mom would kill me for saying this. I'm going to, like, make a comparison to, like, Christianity. I mean, I was going to if you didn't, so. <laughs> like, how wine is to Jesus, his coffee is to Jared. Ice coffee is to Jared. That is my blood. What's your body that you're going to break for us? My body? Yeah. Uh, Texas toast. Texas toast. <laughs> Garlic bread. You're going to have garlic bread and iced coffee communion? Yes. (laughs) It's so good. Cheesy garlic bread. The cheesy garlic bread. Cheesy garlic bread. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Another pillar. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have mind and body, spirit. Let's move on to spirit. Um, Let's, I mean, like, it's got to, we got to get a little bit of the drag in there. Yeah. So I think you got to have, like, you got to tend to your body and your drag persona as well so there's going to be like a drag pillar oh okay so there's one of kind of like the father son holy spirit you have (laughs) (laughs) i'm going to hell (laughs) yes and it's not and so it's like if you're a woman you gotta do your like man drag and then if you're okay you're you know your woman drag um let's see what else um how many pillars? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, we've got Sass's class. Sass's we have um, iced tea. coffee. Ice tea is hot and must be spilled. Iced coffee. Um, the drag. Drag. Um, oh, fuck. I think that's it. So I only far. have four. I only have four. Oh well, okay. Well, we can also say like, what are you gonna? What does your church do? What does my church do? Oh, okay. Aside uh, from your communion of cheesy garlic bread and iced coffee. I'm questioning joining you now. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so you kind of like step back. Oh my gosh. Oh. Recruit me again. Yeah. I mean, you're going to love this. You got to have the TV, the movie, like every oh, yeah. Sunday we got to watch, you know, you got to watch it every weekend's like a movie time. Love like, it. Love marathons. It. Um, Pause. What else are we going to... Okay, now they're quiet. Um... And then we have like our games, our little board games, because you know, I gotta have my. You gotta have some board games. It's just basically like how, yeah. This is just how you live your life, and you're just just bringing everyone into it. It is. I mean, but our church would be a huge friendship mansion. Friendship mansion. Friendship mansion. Base of it. We have to explain what friendship mansion is. Okay. Yes. So friendship mansion is Jared's idea when he wins the lottery. When, not if, or makes just a lot of money. Again, when, yeah. not if. He's going to buy a huge mansion and invite all of his friends to live in there. Mm-hmm. There will be a Google Doc for <laughs> when you need... <laughs> I get my own wing because yes. I don't want to be around people. <laughs> yes, there have been... Yes, there's been a lot of promises dealt out. Yes. But I was like, there will be some vacancies, but you have to fill out the Google Doc to see if you can come in. And there's going to be one in the hills or like the... More Ooh, in the multiple city. ones? Yeah, there's going to be two. There's the beachside one. Yes. And then there's like the one more towards like in the city and in the hills. Love it. So, yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And do we have to do these 10 things to get into your friendship mansion? A good, like, 6 out of 10 would be appreciated. Okay, okay. Maybe 5 if I'm lenient. If you're lenient. Okay. Yeah. See, and I don't have, like, a sacrament day or, like, wait, that, yeah. did I use that word right? I don't know. There's, like, not a day of rest. Oh, oh day. Oh, okay, there's, like, no okay. There's day of rest. Like your Sabbath day. Yeah, there's, there's that's no. the S word. I was you're looking for Sabbath. 
Yes. No. <laughs> well, Sabbath. there you go. There's no Sabbath. Okay. Because who am I to tell you when to rest? I like and that. And who am I to tell you when to work? So you're a leader that just lets us. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me when to work. Oh, you, I just remember another pillar. Oh, what? Um, bitch, zodiac sign. I was waiting. <laughs> Why am I so bad? Can we have a like a live-in psychic in yes, Friendship Mansion? Yes, there would be a live. Of course. Okay, good. Someone to do your tarot readings, palm readings, realign okay. the chakras, do your essential oils, yeah. crystals, all the good stuff. Now it sounds like Andrew Keegan's church. <laughs> That's like what his is. Yeah. Is like align your chakras yeah. and. And be grooted, grooted, right. grounded. See, and but that's not a pillar. It's just like if it's it's there. This is just something it. we have. Yeah, it's just yeah. something if you if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, and like, no dietary restrictions either. Good, love it. Except because, for the cheesy garlic bread and iced coffee. I mean, that is just and tea. <laughs> <laughs> and tea. And tea. I think I have all the. Oh, do we have all the pillars? I think that's like. I lost count, oh. but if you're happy, I'm happy. I'm really happy with all of that. <laughs> I'll join. I'll join you. Okay, with that, I have nothing else. Oh my gosh! Well, there's that's ten things I learned about you. Ten things. I Your next about assignment: ten things you learned from this movie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I won't make you do that. Um, we're we're doing a movie next week that um is also celebrating an anniversary. Surprise, surprise. I know, I know. Um, I cho- Okay, here's the thing. I chose this movie just as a fun one and then realized it was celebrating a 20th anniversary. This one I'm choosing because it's celebrating an anniversary and they're coming out with like a 4K Blu-ray that I am, Ooh, of course, buying. Fancy. fancy, what, fancy. what number anniversary so, is it? 40. 40th anniversary. 40, and Shut I couldn't believe up. it was that old. But 40... Um, and it's a little bit heavier than 10 Things I Hate About You. We are watching the space horror film. Alien. <laughs> In space, no one can hear you scream. Yes, word. And you've never seen this, right? I have never seen this. I'm really excited. But I have experienced it. You have. So it's also going to kick off. Which I'm so excited for because as a gay man, I love a good theme. Right. <laughs> Me too. I love a theme. So we're doing our first series theme. It's very niche. Um, I apologize. But it's very us. It's, it's very, very us. us. Um, so it's going to start off our Great Movie Ride series. Yay! <laughs> yes. The Great Movie Ride has a very special place in Carolyn and I's hearts. Yes. Um, rest in peace. Rest in power. Rest in power, <laughs> rest Great Movie Ride. You will never be forgotten. Um, it was a ride that was at Disney's, well, it was Disney's MGM Studios. <sighs> and now it's And Disney. now it's Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Who knows if it's going to stay that way. Well, um, it was funny. While I was working there, um, it almost went through. As I was leaving, it almost mm-hmm. went through a name change. Yeah. But they they, I don't, they, they keep bringing it yeah. up. And then they're like, okay, no, maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's at Walt Disney World Resort. And uh, it was a great ride where it was like a slow moving ride and you would just go through these movies, these classic movies with these animatronics and you'd have this great host um, that would take you through and they would also act out things and they'd get kidnapped and then they'd come back and it was just so great. And you were like fully immersed in these movies. And one of the best scenes is Alien. Yes. And you go into the Nostromo 
and get attacked by alien and it was very scary as a child it was like because you're sitting in this like big car but the hallway that you're in is very tight especially for this scene Mm -hmm. and it's just loud noises you just hear the alarm they're like Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with any like disney's animatronics it's very lifelike it's very scary they're there to entertain and they're there to tell stories yeah and this alien comes out and spits at you And if you're in the lucky middle seat, you get spit on by the alien. (laughs) So yeah, now you'll actually get to see the movie that that's based on. And I can't wait. And I can't wait to talk about the great movie ride every single week that we do a movie cover. If you want, you can go on YouTube and look up like... Red, red. We'll link it. I'll post it on the Insta. <gasps> okay, we should. Yeah, we'll give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Like, it's just, it's so good. It's only 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. I would say. And let me tell you, the ending montage oh, to I love it. that. I would ride this ride just to watch the montage. Me too. At the end. Me too. It's one of the best. Yeah. It really is a great, if you love a good movie montage, this one is mm-hmm. amazing. You'll cry. Yeah. I cry. Because <laughs> they do a great job of taking you through comedy. Because it's like, does comedy mostly and like mm-hmm. great love stories and then horror stories. And mm-hmm. it's just so incredible how seamless each one flows yeah. into the next. And you get to feel all the highs and lows of each of those emotions. Yeah. And I could go on and on. I know, it's so But I want to save some excitement for our series. Yes! So that'll be in two Mm weeks-ish that we'll be posting our Alien episode. We have to wait a little bit because I pre-order the DVD, but it arrives like the day it comes out, which I think is like April 23rd. Yeah. And then... This episode is going to release whenever it releases. And then two weeks after this episode releases will be Alien, which will kick off our great movie ride series. Which I cannot wait. I know. And if you guys have any great movie ride memories, I'll be sure to ask to share them. And we'll post them on the Instagram so you can share with all the other followers. Yes. And if you aren't following us, please go on Instagram (laughs) and follow at WeWatchThings underscore pod. And on Twitter, we are We Watch. Nope. Damn it. Every watch, week. It. <laughs> it's tradition now. You have to say it every week. Yeah. I'm Twitter is watch underscore pod. Okay. I mean, I'm acting like I'm remembering it, but I'm That's not. fine. That's yeah. fine. Um, okay. So until next time, Woo. we'll see Thanks, you guys. guys. Bye. Bye.